Uh, amen. Glory to God. I am so excited right now because I'm telling you the devil has been doing a lot. I've seen the devil do a lot. I've seen what he's doing in the lands. I see what he's doing and I am telling you the devil done messed up, boy. I'm trying to tell you. God has ignited such a fire in me to share this word that I'm telling you, this is going to shift destiny. I feel the presence, I feel the glory of God right now invading. There is about to be a destiny shift right now. Just say, Lord, shift my destiny right now. Give him permission to shift your destiny. Because we are about to go in somewhere. I'm telling you, I'm about to pray right now. But I want you to have your hearts and your minds ready to receive it. Because this is about to be very weighty. It, I, it, fair warning, this is about to be weighty. This is about to shake strongholds. Principalities and powers are about to be shaken. Right now. In the name of Yeshua. Right now. So, Father, right now, in the name of Yeshua, I pray right now that you will just come into this place and that you will just have your way. Lord, allow me to decrease so that you may increase. Anoint my lips of clay that I may be an oracle of God. Let nothing I say be of earthly wisdom, but be of everything of heaven and the spirit right now. I pray, Lord, right now, that, Lord, let the words be fire and the people would and let them be consumed by it. I pray, Lord, as you have instructed that this word, that this will land on good ground so that it will produce much fruit so that these people will lack nothing in their destiny. For the divine destiny that you have for them. I come against right now every lie of the enemy right now. He is bound and rebuked right now in the name of Yeshua. And I decree and declare right now that the kingdom of God is here. That the kingdom of God is at hand. And Lord, I pray right now, give them wisdom. Give them revelation right now. Touch their hearts and minds right now to receive this word. Right now, it's in Yeshua's mighty name, I do pray. While the presence of the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, and my prayer partners and friends said with me in agreement because they believe, said amen, amen and amen. All right, so I want you to go to Daniel chapter 3. I want you to go to Daniel chapter 3, and I want us to go to verse 17, okay? Daniel chapter 3, verse 17. Now, let me give you a little background with Daniel. Daniel and his three friends, some of you know them, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that wasn't their names, but that was the name that when they were in Babylon, that was the names that they were given. Okay, so let me explain something to you real quick. So basically, Israel is enslaved by the Babylonians. They're enslaved by the Babylonians, and they take only the best and the brightest kids and they take them with um for themselves and use them so that they will become uh you know scholars or seers or whatever they become in use of the Babylonian kingdom okay now let me tell you something because this is what the lord wants me to say right now see i'm sure daniel and his three friends when they were held captive by the Babylonians and they're Jews, they're foreigners in a new land. I'm pretty sure that when they were there, when they were in this place, that they were shaken and that they were afraid. And I'm sure some of them were like, God, what are you doing? That we are not in our own nation, but that we are held captive by another nation. But I tell you the truth, they were not prisoners of the nation. This was all a part of God's destiny plan for them. This was a part of their destiny. 
This was a part of what God had planned and stored for them. Some of us are going through a season where it feels like we're in a different place that we're held captive. But I'm telling you right now, the place that you are in is a part of your destiny. God has a purpose and a plan for your destiny. You, the same way that you're in this mess, God will get you out of it. If you don't believe me, I'm going to prove it to you. Because I'm telling you, only God can turn, can trade your ashes and give you beauty. Only God can turn mourning into dancing. Only God can turn your test into a testimony. Only God can turn your shame and the hurt that you feel into glory and power. Only the Lord God can do that. See, I didn't even go into the word yet. Are you there? Daniel chapter 3 verse 17. So let me tell you why this is so important. So the king makes an edit that says that, look, when you hear the sound of music, when you hear the trumpets, when you hear this, when you hear that, then you will bow down and worship me. And what happened was the sound started blaring and the music started playing. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not bow down to the king. Why? Because they only remained faithful to God. In his word, God said, thou shalt have no other God before me. You shall not worship another God. You shall not worship anyone above me. How many of you know that your circumstances try to tell you to conform to the rules of this world? The rules of this world tells you something different than what the word of God will always say. Oh, I hope y'all caught that. Lord, give them revelation. The rules of this world will always conflict with the word of God. That's why you must stand on the word of God. That's why the word of God says stand. This is why this word has to get rooted inside of you. Because when the world comes at you with one rule, you can tell them, nah, I follow another rule. And that rule is very different than your rules. Everybody else might be freaking out during a storm, during a pandemic, but I choose to praise the most high. I choose to stand on the word of God. Everybody else is in hysteria. I have peace. Everybody else receives a report. This is how the world says handle it. No, this is how I fight my battles. I choose to praise. I choose to believe. I choose to speak the word of God to my mountain, to the adversity that I face. Let me move on. Look at this. So the king says this, 17, are you there? Make sure you're there. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. Oh, how many of you during a circumstance, you forget that God is still all powerful. That God is still mighty to save. That he is still a redeemer. That he is still a healer. See, what I love about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they did not allow the fact that God had them captive by the Babylonians deter them from what they knew their God could do. They said, yeah, God hasn't shown up in the past 40 plus years or so. But you know what? God is still in the midst with us. God is still with us. God still stands with us. And you know what? We choose to stand with him. 
We choose to believe him. Even it doesn't look good. And we don't like the situation. Yet I will still trust and serve him. Because only he can turn this entire situation around. Look at what he look at what they're saying. They said, if it be so, our God whom we serve, he said, we don't serve you. We may be a part of your servanthood, but we don't serve you. We serve the most high. And the reason why we do such a good job with you is because of the most high. Come on, somebody. Somebody needs to give God his glory right now. Somebody needs to give God his glory right now. Because you may be in a sticky situation. But thank God that you know God. Thank God that you're a believer in Yeshua. Thank God that you were able to hear the good news and gospel of Jesus Christ in the kingdom of God. Thank God. God, I'm not like every other flesh creature that's out here. That when situations come, they fall, they crumble. But thank God I got a God who is strong enough to hold me up, hold my family up, hold everything up in the palm of his hands. Glory to God. Yes, oh yes. Look at this. He says is able. So we don't doubt God because of the situation. We know what God can do. If it be so. He is able. To save us. He is able. To deliver us. He is able. To set us free. From the captive of the most powerful man. On earth. At the time. He is powerful enough to deliver us from every principality, every power, every demonic force. Satan himself, he is strong enough to deliver me. But even if he doesn't, that's what they said. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. This wasn't a private thing that they said. They said straight up with boldness in front of the world, in front of the king himself. Somebody needs to stand in front of the devil himself because the devil is looking at you straight in the face. You need to look him dead in his eyes and say that my God is mighty to save. And even if he doesn't, I will still trust in him. I will still serve him. I will still believe in him. For it is written in the word of God. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken. Never have I seen those who have placed their trust in God put to shame. I haven't seen it. Which means it doesn't happen. I place my faith and trust in the one who is the almighty. The one who is strong enough. I'm not strong enough to fight these battles on my own. But the spirit of God inside of me is the spirit of might. His power. Not by might nor by power. But by my spirit saith the Lord. Oh, somebody is hearing, who is hearing me today? This is a word for the army of God that is about to raise up. God is saying, you need to learn how to be an army that can fight against the principalities and darkness and powers. My favorite scene, uh, and I know I'm going to hear about this later. When I saw Avengers a long time ago, 
Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. When Captain America was talking to the troops, was talking to the Avengers, and they were up against all those like all those different Ultrons, all those different robots, a robot army. He said, and I love this. He said, if they hit you, hit them back, hit them harder. But then he said, and if you get killed, walk it off. <laughs> what was he trying to say? He's saying, you go at them. You fight. I'm telling you the truth. The army that God is raising. Y'all need to stop playing patty cake with the devil. You need to learn how to fight and go right back at him. You must learn to fight. You must learn to stand your ground in the word of God. Stand your ground in faith. And say, devil, you trying to knock me off of my destiny. But you cannot stop me from achieving it. You cannot stop the plan God has for me. Look at this. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. 22. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 23. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Let me talk to you because I'm going to tell you something. Because the devil doesn't like it when you start to stand your ground. He doesn't like it when you start talking the word of God. So then what does he do? He gets upset. He gets angry. And then what he does is he turns up the heat on you a little bit. He turns up the situation a little bit. He makes, he turns your friend into your enemies. He turns people. Suddenly everything starts coming at you in waves and waves of chaos. Then your own family starts turning on you. Your closest friends don't even know what to say to you anymore. He starts turning up the heat on you a little bit. He starts getting the government to turn on you a little bit. He starts making you feel powerless. He starts making you feel restricted. He starts making you feel like, where is your God now? What I love about this word, it says Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego didn't even beg for their lives. Why? Because they believed. They said, we stand with what our God can do. And even if he doesn't, we have no regrets because we love him. It's not about God just being God. It's about God. It's about you understanding how much God loves you. For if you truly understood how much the father loves you, when the devil does stuff, you know how to fight against him even better. Because now you can say, the father loves me. I am loved. I am protected. In fact, I'm so protected that I'm going to go at you, fool. That's right. I had somebody tell me when I was praying for someone to be healed and delivered and all that. They were like, 
Simba, be careful. Because, you know, the devil might give backlash for what you're doing. I said, flesh creature, if you don't get behind me. In fact, I said something so bold, I knew it was the spirit of God inside of me. I said, let him come. And I'm quoted. I said, let him come. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I guarantee you, he show up to my house. He going to, he going, he ain't going, he, he might come in like he all big and bad, but he going to go out running with his tail between his legs. That's right. When I lay hands on a situation, that's right. I tell you the truth. You might come at me, but you're going to come against fire. You're going you gonna to have to get through a wall of fire. You're going to have to get through angels from Michael's quarters. You're going to have to. There, I guarantee there's a lot more with me than there is with you. You have to get through the spirit of God that inhabits me. You have to get through the same power that raised Jesus from the dead and gave him ultimate victory. It's the same power that lives in me. The same breath that when spoken created the heavens and the earth. He gave that to me. I tell you the truth. Look at this. I want you to go with me. Are you there? Go to 24. Because this is when God shows up. How many of you know? God is not a late God. He's not an early God. He's an on time God. When you are in your deepest, darkest moments, that's when God shines the brightest. When yes. you when you are in the fires, when you are in the intense, when you feel like I can't bear or hold on anymore, how many of you know that's when God says, I got it from here? That's why I love what Paul says. He says, I rejoice not in my strengths. I rejoice in my weakness. For in my weakness, I am made strong. Because it is not me. It is the one inside of me. Because I know I'm not strong enough to overcome these adversities that come my way. But I know the one who has conquered them all. Somebody write it down, put it in the chat, say more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. Come on now. I got some church mice in here today. Somebody needs to say hallelujah at some point. Woo, hallelujah. <laughs> Look at this. We're at 24. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose. Look at the first thing he said. When they went in, they were bound. But now that they're in, they're loose. How many of you know that your situation, though you may feel bound, but if you go in with the most high, he sets you free in that place. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Yes. He said, I see them in the fire. How many of you want the devil to say, I see them in the fire, but they're loose. When I threw them in there, they were bound. 
live. It looked like I won. But now I look. And they're loose. How many of you want your enemies when they plan to destroy you? Destroy your life. Destroy your ministry. Destroy whatever it is God has for you. Destroy your chance at getting that promotion. Your chance to get that job. Your chance to get into the next stage of your life. How many of you want them to look and be astonished and say how in the world we put them in the fire. We set up everything for them to fail and yet they're in it but they're loose. They're free. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh yes. Teach it now. He said, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire. I feel like walking in fire right now. I ain't crawling. I'm walking. I ain't stumbling. I may not be running, but I sure as heck is going to walk. Why? Because I know who walks with me. He said there weren't just Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walking. He said all four of them were loose and all four of them were walking in the fire. How many of you know that when Yeshua was prophesied in Isaiah, one of his names, and he shall be called Emmanuel, meaning God with us. How many of you know you may be in the fire, you may be in the situation, but Yeshua is still with you. God is still with you. As long as you have Yeshua, God is with you. There was another in the fire. Somebody put in the chat and say, I'm not alone. Somebody let the devil know I'm not alone. Though I may feel alone at some times, I'm not alone. There's another in the fire with me. Who here is getting this? Are you done or do you want some more? More. (laughs) Come on. Look at this. He said, walking in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. See, even your enemies have to acknowledge Yeshua is with you. Because Yeshua will have no choice but to make himself evident. But how do you get that? I'm explaining. it. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego ye servants of the most high come forth and come hither then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire and the princes governors and captains and the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power the fire has no power The devil does not have power over you. Your situation does not have power over you. Y'all not hearing me today. It says the most powerful men in the world. These are men who know power. They said, they looked, look at this. They looked at their bodies. And it said the fire had no power, nor was a hair 
of their heads singed. Neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Meaning they didn't even smell like smoke when they went in there. You have any idea how much power that is? To have mastery over fire to such a degree that not only do you not even burn, but when you come out, you don't even smell like smoke. What God has done before, he shall do again. What he did before, he shall do again. What he did for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he shall do for you. I don't know what situation you're going through. I don't care what adversity is happening. I don't care if the devil himself is standing in front of your face and laughing and mocking. I tell you the truth that the Lord God says this, that I stand right with you. And I have given you all power over the enemy. Amen. That you shall tread on snakes and scorpions. And when you come out, you won't look the same. You won't look like how people expect you to look. Nor will you smell how they want you to smell. Because when you come out, you won't even smell like smoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. You won't even smell like smoke. It'll be like it didn't even happen. That's what they're saying. It's like, we know we put them in the fire, but they came out like nothing happened. Your situation, what you're going through now, I guarantee you it'd be only but a season. But when you're out, it's like it never happened. That's resurrection power and glory. Oh, I know y'all don't believe me. Go to Luke chapter 10. I feel like I got to convince some flesh creatures. Because y'all, y'all not hearing me today. Luke chapter 10. Okay. Look at this. Luke chapter 10. And I want you to go. Ugh. Holy Spirit, show me. Glory to God. (laughs) I was in the wrong place. Thank you, Lord, for showing me. Yes, I want you to go to Luke chapter 10. And I want you to go 18. Go to Luke. Look at this. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. What was Yeshua saying? I saw Satan lose. I saw Satan get cast out of heaven. I saw him fall like lightning. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. And make sure you highlight this part. Make sure you underline it, circle it, put it in the chat, put it in the comments, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Let me go back. He said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Behold, I give you power. I give you authority. I give you the power of a king to tread on snakes and scorpions. How many of you know that demons like to dress up as snakes and scorpions? Do you know how small snakes and scorpions really are? But they pack a powerful punch is by their venom. 
Scorpions may be small, but they are deadly because of their venom. We are much bigger than snakes and scorpions, but they can still harm us. Yet Yeshua says, I give you power to tread on snakes and scorpions. Meaning what? Tap dance on these fools. Don't just let them sting and bite you. Stomp. What was that song Kurt Franklin had? Stomp. That's right. Stomp. Tread. Back a long time ago, the United States had a sing. A flag said, don't tread on me. And they put a snake. How many of you know that the devil is saying, don't tread on me? Nah, fool, I'm tap dancing on you. You are under my feet. Why? Because Yeshua has already won the victory for me. I have all power over the enemy. Not some. Not, well, it depends on the situation. See, I can't stand Christians that say that. It depends on the situation. No, what happened before, God will do it again. He delivered before, he shall deliver again. He healed before, he will heal again. Why? Because it is his nature. I know my father. I know his nature. And I know what he has given me. He has given me all power over the enemy. And over everything that the enemy does. That's why Yeshua kept saying what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. What you loose is loose. And I love this part. I'm going back to Daniel chapter 3 verse 28. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said. Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word. Come on, somebody. How many of you know simply by your faith and belief, you can change the world's words? See, God's word never changes. But if you hold on to the word of God, it will change the word of the world. Amen. Yes, oh yes. Amen. Doctor might give you a bad report, but if you hold on to faith, you might change that person's word. Landlord might have said one thing, but the Lord said something else. Which one has the final say? See, we say that all the time. Now you need to believe it because it's in the scripture. It said he, they, those three men, Because they trusted in God. Look at what the king said. Because they trusted in the Most High. In their God. That now he has changed an edict of which I have already spoken. He has changed the law of the land. Look at this. Trusted him and have changed the king's word. And yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any God. Except their own God. See, God doesn't just want your heart. God doesn't just want your mind. He wants your body to say, we will not yield to what the devil is afflicting it with. That goes for stress. That goes for anxiety. That goes for depression. That goes against whatever is afflicting the body. You have the authority in Christ, in Yeshua HaMashiach, to say, I don't accept it. I believe in the Lord Most High and I receive only what He has. My body, my mind, my heart, my spirit belongs to Him and it will only serve Him. It will not bow to another. It will not bow to a sickness. It will not bow to a disease. It will not bow to the powers of this world. It will not bow to the power of Satan himself because I only serve one. Oh, yes. And he is the most high. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, yes. You must know how powerful your God is. You must know how powerful he hath made you. Right now, lift your hands in the Holy Ghost. I feel the Lord is doing something right now.
right now. Lift your hands in the Holy Ghost. I'm going. I'm almost done. Because when the Lord started teaching me the kingdom, when he started showing me the kingdom and the secrets of the kingdom, I didn't believe what the word said. I didn't. I must have read these scriptures a thousand times, but I never understood it. I was like, what does that mean? I'm seated in heavenly places. What does that mean? What does that mean when that word in Luke says power? It's exousia. What does exousia mean? It's the kingdom, but, but, but what is this kingdom? What does it look like? And some of you have heard my testimony about this many times. I was in my car. Yeshua appeared appeared in my car next to me. And he said, Simba, you know how to be a priest. Now I got to show you how to be a king. I said, a king? I said, Lord, the only king I know is you. You're king of kings. And then he said, exactly. I'm king of of kings. I made you kings, but I'm king of kings. Y'all miss that. I am king of kings. I am lord of lords. He said, you remember in the word where I said, I feel the presence of the Lord right now. Remember where I said in the word, did I not say that are ye not gods? So I am Lord of Lords. If I put you in the class of a little G God, I am the most high of you. Come on, somebody. Which means I am the most high of the God of this world, meaning Satan is still in the class of God. He's in a little G God class. And the God of this world blinded the minds of those that do not believe. But he is still the most high. Right now, just say he is the most high right now. Say he is the most high. That's right. Go with me to Daniel. Chapter 7. Verse 9. See, I didn't believe... I even, the Lord even gave me a trip to heaven. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. When he was teaching me how to be a king in his empire. When he was teaching me how to talk, how to walk. When he was teaching me how to fellowship with him. When he was teaching me how to do this. When he even showed me my seat. When he showed me the throne. That I would sit on. I still couldn't believe it. Well. The Lord directed me to this verse. Because the church spent so much time. Telling me my priestly anointing. My priestly duties. You're a prophet. You're an apostle. You're a teacher. You're a pastor. You're an evangelist. That's all I spent most of my life hearing. In fact. The church didn't even get that right because they said there were no more apostles. Well, guess what? There are still apostles. In fact, Yeshua said, go back and read your word, that these offices will remain until he returns. So there are still apostles. When Paul said he was the last of the apostles, he meant he was the last of that generation. The last of that breed. The last true apostle at that time. The only one that was validated. Because how many of you know God might call you a prophet? God might call you an evangelist, a preacher of whatever, a pastor, an apostle. He might have called you those things. But he doesn't validate you with it until you have proven that you can handle that responsibility. That's on another subject. I'm not going to do that right now. Okay. 
Yeshua spent how many years on the earth? 33. He didn't start his ministry till what? 30? That's how long it took him to become validated by God. So that when he started his ministry, he was validated by God. To be an apostle, a prophet, a pastor, evangelist. He operated in all five offices, but he also operated in his destiny. Holy Spirit, give them revelation. See, I don't want people just to get fired up. I want you to receive something. I don't want people to be like, Woo, this is a good word today. I don't want that. Are you receiving this for your destiny? Are you ready to go and pursue your destiny? Are you ready to have God reveal his destiny for you? Are you ready for him to turn around your destiny? Because maybe you're going the wrong way. And God said, ah, 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 this way. Come on now. Look at this. Number nine. Daniel chapter seven, verse nine. Read this. I beheld till the thrones were cast down. And the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. <coughs> his throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set and the books were opened. How many of you want God to open your book? Come on now. How many of you God has a book? He has your book. And what he wrote in it. I bet you you won't even believe how much of what God has written. Because you never ask God to align your life with his book. With what was written. And then what your life on earth was. How much it didn't match up. Oh, see, I hit somebody today. See, you cannot just say just, oh, God is with me. You must say, Father, open my book and align my life on earth with what is written in heaven. Show me my book. Show me what you have written. Because I tell you the truth. Now, the Lord did not allow me to see my book, but he did allow me to prophesy from it. See, some of you those who are really close in my inner circle, some of the stuff that I prophesied, if you go back and remember, I always said, Lord, open their books. And then after I say that, that's when I start prophesying. Because God starts revealing the book. Come on, somebody. He starts revealing the pages that it's in the book. See, I don't just prophesy. I prophesy what is written in God's book. When I pray, I don't just pray for myself. Or I don't just pray for my destiny. I pray what is in my book. Amen. Oh, yes. Because I know what is written in my book when I see situations arise. I say, that's not supposed to be there because I read my book. Or God has had me speak my book. And what he had me speak, what is happening is not lining up with what I said. So.
So what is happening is that the devil is saying, which one do you accept? Do you accept what I'm showing you? Or do you accept what the word of God has spoken? And I say every time I choose what the Lord has spoken. Before I know it, that situation that came up, it leaves as fast as it came. Because I choose my book. I choose the destiny God has for me. Not what the world has said. Not what my family has said. Not what my friends has said. I don't accept that. I accept only what the word of God says. Just like Yeshua when he was on the earth. Come on, somebody. Amen. Yes, oh yes, amen. Oh yes. Look at this. And the books were opened. I feel the Lord saying, I'm opening your books. I am opening the books. If you ask me, I will reveal. They are open before you. Will you receive it, saith the Lord? I beheld. Number 11, then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain and the body destroyed and given to the burning flame. Come on, somebody. As concerning the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away. Yet their lives were prolonged for a season and time. Oh, come on, somebody. See, God will take the devil's power, but he'll still allow him to have some breathing room for a time. But he don't have the same power and authority. See, right now, what is happening in the world right now, it ain't going to last forever. I don't care who's president. I don't care who's king. I don't care who's emperor. I don't care who's dictator. You only have power for a limited time. But the one... In verse 13, 13 is the key. I saw in the night visions, meaning the dreams, and behold, one like the son of man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days and they brought him near before him and there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Come on, somebody. Yeshua was given dominion, power. I just read it to you in Daniel 7. So there were thrones. Those thrones were empty. Daniel saw them. He saw thrones, but he didn't see anybody sit in it. Why? Because God showed him the thrones. But then in the New Testament, Yeshua revealed who would be the one sitting on them. He said to the disciples hereafter, you will be seated on thrones. Judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Come on, somebody. And I appoint unto you a kingdom as the father has appointed unto me a kingdom. So the father is saying right now, what I have written in your books, it is of my kingdom. It is everlasting. It will never fade. The same dominion and power that I have given my son, so I have given you. So I have given the authority and power of my name and my authority over the devil, over the adversity, over the sickness, over the affliction, over the addiction, over whatever it is that you need. I have provided it already. But in order to receive it, all you have to do is say, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for I receive all that you have for me this day and every day moving forward. Somebody give God some praise. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Believe you have received it. I have received. Believe you have received it. How do you believe that you received it? You say thank you in advance. You say thank you before you even understand what it is. You say thank you. I know who I am. I know what you've done. I say thank you. Not for what you've done. Not for what you did. I thank you for being who you are. You are the ancient of days. You are the son of God. You are the most high. You are my Lord. You are my savior. You are my friend. You are my redeemer. You are everything to me. You are my heart. You are my soul. You are my song. You are everything to me. You are everything to me. And I will seek your face. I will seek your presence. Reveal more of who you are to me. Show what you can do in my life. Take the broken pieces that are my life and make it something beautiful. Because that is what only you can do right now. Are there people watching me? Are there people receiving me? If you didn't share to Facebook, you 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 need to do that. Because this is a word for destiny. God is trying to shift destiny right now. I feel the glory of the Lord right now. I feel his presence. I want you right now, if you are listening to me, I want you, if you want to receive more of your book, if you want to know what he has written, if you want to know what he has said, I want you to raise your hands in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm about to pray for you. Yes, I'm about to pray. If somebody gave me a prayer request, I will pray for everybody and everything. But right now, it's not so much about me praying for a thing. It's just about letting the Lord be loosed in this place and letting him do what he does. Because miracles follow the word of the Lord. Already, I feel miracles are taking place. Expect a miracle today. Expect a miracle to be broken out because of the word of the Lord. Tell him right now, don't ask him for anything. Just tell him thank you. Just tell him thank you. I don't care if you say thank you a thousand times. You can never thank him enough for what he's done and what he's doing. He's doing it right now. I hear the gates of heaven opening. I see the books. Many books are being opened right now. I see some of you are standing right before the Father right now. He is downloading the book's information into you. Because some of you are starting to get glimpses in your head. Some of you are starting to 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 have a peace about certain things. Some of you aren't feeling anything right now. That's fine because you probably can't handle the download. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's not downloaded into your spirit. Glory to God. I'm about to pray right now because I am I am done. I am done giving the word. Right now, I just want the Lord to do what he does best. And that is shape and make your destiny. Right now. Father, right now, in the name of Yeshua, I come before you. We come before you. And we give you the highest praise, which is hallelujah. And we acknowledge right now, Lord, that we are in your presence, that we are before your throne, that we are encountering and experiencing your glory right now. Hallelujah. And right now, Father, in the name of Yeshua, I stand in my office as king right now. I stand in my office as king right now. And I pray right now, Father, in the name of Yeshua. I bind and rebuke 
All schemes and plans of the enemy. All schemes and plans of the kingdom of darkness. I bind and rebuke them right now in the name of Yeshua. I cast them out of the people's lives right now. I cast them out of the people's minds right now. I cast them out of the people's lives their day right now. In the mighty name of Yeshua. I cast them out and I send them back to the depths of hell from whence they came. And they shall not return. I come against the spirit of death and hell. Your powers are broken in the name of Yeshua. Right now, release your grip off of the people's lives right now. Release off of their bodies. Release off of their minds. Release off of their spirits right now. I pray right now, Father, in the name of Yeshua, I plead the blood over all those who are listening right now. Over them, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, wash them and make them white as snow. I pray, Lord, give them new hearts right now. Give them pure hearts right now. Give them hearts filled with your love, covered by your mercy and grace right now. I pray right now, Father, in the name of Yeshua, I release the kingdom of God into the people's lives right now. I release the kingdom of God into the people's destinies right now. I pray, Father, right now, as you have instructed, I pray, Lord, that you will open the books that you have written about everyone who is here and align their lives on earth with what is written in heaven. I decree and declare right now that the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is a hand. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in these earthen vessels as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in this day as it is in heaven. Right now. I pray, Lord, that you will give them boldness. I pray, Lord, that right now, I pray, Father, in the name of Yeshua, that your fire falls on them right now. The fire of God fall on each one right now. By the power of the Holy Spirit, some of you are feeling a hand touching you right now. That is the Lord laying hands on you right now. Receive it right now. He is speaking to some of you right now concerning your destiny. Your destiny right now. Father, I pray right now that you will download the information of the books into their spirits right now. Right now, by the Holy Spirit, right now. Holy Spirit, be loosed right now. Hallelujah. And I pray, Lord, open the gates of heaven and release your provision. Release your guidance. Release right now the angelic hosts right now. Release the angels from Michael's quarters to fight. Release the angels from Gabriel's quarters to minister. Release them right now. Lord, I release your glory right now into this place. Into the people's lives right now. Hallelujah. Receive it right now. Receive it. And Father, right now, we just thank you for what has taken place right now. We thank you for your healing. We thank you for your deliverance. We thank you, Lord. I'm praying for right now the soul with with whom they said um, concerning a, a venom bite. I pray, Lord, right now that that venom right now would dissipate right now. For, Lord, you said that snakes and scorpions, we have the power to tread over them. But also you said that um, the the vipers, that when they strike, they will not have any power. And right now I come against the power of, of that venom right now with the power of complete healing, the power of the power of God right now in the name of Yeshua right now. Man, my hands are on fire right now. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Release right now, complete healing, restoration in the heart, in the lungs, right now, right now, in the body, complete healing in the bodies, right now, right now, just lift up your hearts to him right now, don't ask him for nothing, seek, ask, don't, don't ask right now, just seek, give him glory, 
Just tell him thank you. Tell him you love him. Tell him that how wonderful he is. Tell him how thankful you are for him. Tell him who he is to you. Tell him who he is right now to you. Right now, Lord, I pray right now. Yes, right now. Release right now. Healing right now into this place. Release right now. Breakthrough into this place. Peace, joy. I release more of your love. Let it be a waterfall right now on the people, right now, to receive you and to receive your word. Thank you, wonderful master. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, have your way in our lives. Have your way. Teach us. Give us faithful hearts to you and to you alone. Lord, we love you. We adore you. We thank you. And we praise you. You are worthy, Lord, of all honor and glory. Right now. Thank you. It's in Yeshua's mighty name I do pray. While in the presence of the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, Baruch Atah, Adonai, Ha'el, HaKadosh, for thine is the kingdom, power, and glory forever and ever. And my prayer partners and friends said with me, because they believe and receive it, said, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Glory to God forever. Mm-hmm.